Welcome to this week's Ender Days update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had such a great time in Cobbs Creek, Virginia. Great meetings there, fun people, excited about the coming of the Lord. Then we went from Virginia down to Florida, went to Kissimmee, had a great time there, extra meetings. And a man, I say it every week, but it's so exciting to see people expectant and getting excited about the coming of the Lord. The whole, the whole purpose of the teaching on the coming of the Lord is, is to get our expectation up. Uh, because of the excitement we're about to see Jesus, it would cause us to accelerate. I hear some people go, well, it's an escape theology. No, it's an acceleration theology. As we see the finish line, we run faster, not slower. So that's what we do when we're getting into end-time teaching. You know, for every one verse there is about the first coming of the Lord, there's eight times more about the second coming. And Jesus, you know, he rebuked the Pharisees. He said, hey, you can tell what the weather's going to be, uh, but you don't know what your, the hour of your visitation. So he wants us to know. So why would he want us to know? You make changes the closer you get to the coming of the Lord. Just like a play clock for a quarterback, when he sees the time counting down, he hustles. His, his attitude changes. Everything is, is thrown into that one moment. So we come to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war. And things happened this last week that we'll get into that are blatant about the Ezekiel 38 war. And we know that uh, after the rapture, that's when that happens. So, man, if you can tell when that's going to be, you can tell how close it is. Because the second coming, even our book has, I think, 70-some-odd signs. I mean, it's it's uh, easy to see all of the signs of the second coming, and the rapture is signless. So we get into all of this to show us how close we are, because how exciting to be the generation that sees the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Wow. Well, let's pick up what's happened in Israel and all around Israel this last week. Probably number one would be uh, Russia's Putin. Uh, his first trip outside of Russia after starting a war with Ukraine, he went to Iran yesterday and met with Turkey's President Erdogan. So intriguing to see this, this trio of leaders meeting together. Why? Those are the three main leaders that will basically instigate the Ezekiel 38 war kind of remarkable that that's happening. So Russia's talking about cutting off gas to all these other countries, talking about their exports of grain. Russia said this week that they're going to, it's kind of bizarre how they're going to retaliate for America sending long-range arms to the to the Ukraine to help fight Russia. Russia said it was going to annex more land in the Ukraine. So it's just so weird to see that spirit similar to Hitler uh, and that Antichrist spirit come on the scene and do what it does publicly right in front of our eyes. So you have France that basically has gotten some of their uh, energy and their gas and their oil cut off from Russia. You have United Arab Emirates going to help them, going to send them some oil. So there's some things happen with France we'll get into this probably the most exciting for me but let's back back up to Iran again and then we'll get to France Iran came out publicly saying we have nuclear weapons I mean that's just crazy United uh, I mean the the International Atomic Energy Agency said they were there they didn't it enough well they publicly came out and said that I mean it's like holy cow Israel is going to have to do something so of course with Iran saying that they touted all their new drones that they could uh, carry on ships and submarines so they're 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 showing off all all their power to counteract that but uh, that's pretty amazing with with Turkey with Russia and and uh, with Syria they're meeting together absolutely amazing so now let's pick up with a crazy thing uh, the Palestinian president Mahmoud Abbas 
going to France to meet with Emmanuel Macron. Why? Emmanuel Macron, this is what the reports were. He wants to put a notch in his belt and bring that union together of the Abraham Accords and have a Palestinian state. Now that's the setup for what the Antichrist is going to do. And here you have Emmanuel Macron pushing to do that with the Palestinian president. So every single week something comes up that pushes toward that that makes me go, oh my God. I mean, this is it. I mean, the stuff you have with the Ezekiel 38 war with those leaders, and then you have the leaders of France and the Palestinian leaders meeting together. So this week, you got two sets of leaders that were meeting for things that are absolutely happening right before the coming of the Lord. Along with that, you got earthquakes, you got fires all over Europe, you have record temperatures, you have record fires all over Europe. Spain had 115 degrees. You have thousands of people dying. I mean, it's just crazy to see the extremes this summer. Uh, I mean, I don't even get into all of it, but it's just bizarro. And then you have China. China threatening the United States that if one of our senators goes to Taiwan, they're going to respond with force. And then because of what China did last week, our number one military officer said, we'll put out today what the targets are for our nuclear weapons. So yesterday, the United States showed what the targets were in China for nuclear weapons. Because Russia touted two weeks ago, we're going to put out our targets in America for nuclear weapons. So what is that? It's a verbiage for World War III, verbiage for Armageddon. I mean, it's verbiage uh, for everything the Bible said you'd see. It's absolutely crazy. I mean, you even had in Russia, you had a, a, a big outbreak of locusts that destroyed 80% of the crops right there on the, uh, uh, the western part of the state and then all the way across the country on the eastern part of the country. So 80% of the crops failure because of locusts. So, I mean, that's so biblical how that is. So most of the food for the cattle uh, got eaten up, hay, et cetera, and different things like that. So you have things that are so indicative of what the Bible said you'd see, it's almost absolutely amazing. So what they said that would bring for Russia is basically famine for Russia. And uh, these are things that are seals that are going to get opened right after the church leaves. The first seal, of course, is the Antichrist. So after that, you've got a lot of things happening. So uh, how blessed are we to be watching it unfolding right before our eyes, uh, the, the prospects of the king coming back? Well, we always go to the scripture. Number one, Israel made a nation. Number two, Jerusalem won back. After that, you got the Hebrew language restored. Then you got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. You had the, the Temple Mount, the ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water. I say that because this last week they found, they unearthed another ritual bath around the Temple Mount. Every week, some archaeological finds are happening that point to Israel having a tie to the land more than anybody else ever. So you have all of that. You have 172 different species of predatory birds that started showing up on the land. Absolutely amazing. Then you had foxes show up on the Temple Mount. You had fish show up in the Dead Sea. The thing I like was a few weeks ago, you had the Dead Sea turn blood red right where Sodom and Gomorrah was. And only not only that, it was on the Day of Atonement. I said, Lord, you're just showing off now. So why, why, are, why are all these things happening? They're there to get our attention. Why? They're not to scare us. The signs aren't there to scare you. They're there to show you how close you are to your destination. So we're looking at all the things that point to uh, the destination, that is the king coming back. Many more things happening. Men will be lovers themselves. You have selfie sticks. Sign after sign after sign. You have Rabbi Yitzhak Kaduri prophesying that Israel will be ruled by two Benjamins just for the coming of the Lord. That happened this last year. Uh, you had Bishop Malachi prophesying about the coat of arms for each pope, 114 right before the coming of the Lord. In a row, he got the coat of arms, 114 out of 114. The History Channel said that's statistically impossible. Only a God can do that. So you've got 
unsaved people verifying the flawlessness of God's word, God's prophecies, and things concerning the second coming of the Lord. That's pretty radical when it's inarguable uh, and it's so blatantly clear. Well, we're so blessed. So you go from signs to signals. You had blood, red moons on Passover and tabernacles. Absolutely amazing. That's one thing about Emmanuel Macron. He said, I want to rule my rule to be like a Jupiterian rule. Now, that, that basically meant Jupiter's a king planet. He said he wanted his rule to be like a king, just like the Antichrist. That's crazy. I read that the other day. I was like, oh, my God. So you have Jupiter, Regulus, Venus together, Bethlehem star. Uh, you had four in a row. And uh, when's the last time you had four in a row? NASA called it the Tetrad. Last time you had four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles, 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel was made a nation. 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. Wow. And so the, and God raised up Columbus to sail the ocean blue in 1492 to raise up a nation, a safe harbor for the Jews called America. So that's a pretty big, pretty big signal. But man, what I like is the Bethlehem star. You had Jupiter, Regulus, Venus come together at the birth of Jesus. You had Regulus, king planet, do retrograde motion, form a crown over Jupiter because uh, the king's born. When the constellation was Virgo when he was born. This last year it happened again. It hadn't happened in 2,000 years. The constellation was Leo. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. So what do we do? Looking at all this stuff in our face, I mean, it's blatant. What do we do? Help our local church. Help our local pastor. Be more involved. Be, be more hands-on. Uh, when you're engaged, you talk more. Be engaged about doing the will of God. This is it. Everybody wants fanfare, but pretty much everything about the rapture of the church is no fanfare. Now, the second coming is going to be radical fanfare, but for the rapture, not much fanfare. So Let's uh, let the Holy Ghost speak to our spirits and show us even with all these signs, we have a witness in our hearts that the King's about to come. Wow. We're about to see the one who redeemed us, the one who died for us, the shepherd and the bishop of our souls, the brightness of the glory of God, the one who was and is and is to come. The whole earth is full of his glory. Have a blessed week. We'll come back and look at what's happened with all the things put together. United Arab Emirates didn't want to be a part of this basic air defense system for all those groups in, in, uh, in the Middle East. So we'll find out what happens with that. Have a blessed, wonderful week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.